Career Medis Podcast. I'm your host, Nisar Ahmed. I'm the founder and editor of the blog, careermedis.com. This is episode 15 of the Career Medis Podcast, and this episode is a part of the a Day in the Life of series. In each of these episodes, I conduct interviews with individuals from a particular career. And for today's episode, I'm speaking with uh, a nursing professional, and our guest's name is A.J. Biesinger. AJ will be sharing her experiences, uh, how she got started in the nursing career, where she stands today, some of the benefits, some of the challenges, uh, all the ins and outs of the career itself. Uh, AJ, welcome to the podcast. Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning. So AJ, before we begin and we talk about uh, uh, the uh, the questions, I have, the first question I'd like to ask so the guests know who you are Please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name's AJ. It's a nickname, but um, I'm a nurse. I have my registered nurse nursing license. I also have my bachelor's degree in nursing, and I'm also a certified wound and ostomy nurse. Um, I got I became a nurse in 2009, but I've been doing wound care nursing since 2010 because it's the the nursing that I really like to do so that's kind of my specialty in the Houston area wonderful um, one thing I always do is for any guest on this podcast I like to ask a little bit of information about where they are from so you're based in Houston right now yeah I'm based in Houston right now I went to school in College Station it's a smaller mm-hmm. town in Texas but it's got a big university there Texas A&M University Um, It was a new program when I was there. Um, Whenever you start a new nursing program, you have to be with an accredited program for three years. So we Mm -hmm. were still with an accredited program for that third year before they went off on their own. Um, So it was very different. It was um, a lot of distance learning. They would uh, have the classes in Corpus Christi, and we would see them on the screen in College Station. So I went to a, a different kind of a school, but I think I learned it learned it all pretty well. So it ended up being okay. <laughs> so can you tell us something interesting or different about Houston? Uh, do you have some interesting fact that most people do not know about Houston? Hmm. I think, so I have a theater background. My family's in theater and I believe Houston outside of New York has the, the largest theater scene outside of New York and the United States. Like we have more theaters per like, person than any other city other than New York. So I kind of love that. I think that's pretty great. And we have great food. Like if you come to Houston, you're going to eat a ton of food. We're all kind of overweight, which helps with my job because it means there's more people to see. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's an interesting fact. I, I was I did not know about the, the theater mm-hmm. scene in Houston. Um, so you gave us a little bit of insight about uh, your, your nursing career. Maybe Maybe you can walk us through about your story how you came about uh, becoming a nurse? Sure. Um, When I first started college, I actually got a degree in uh, marine biology, and I loved it, but I don't like doing research, and so there wasn't a whole lot for me to do in that field. So right before I graduated, a friend of mine was doing what's called an accelerated program, and that's where you already have a four-year degree and you decide you want to get your nursing degree. You can get it in like two years instead of four because you use what you had already acquired before with your previous degree. So I kind of saw what she was doing, and my mother-in-law is a 
uh, certified registered nurse anesthetist, and I got to follow her around work for a day, and it was really exciting and neat. So that was how I decided I wanted to go to nursing school. So I did the accelerated program where you learn everything in two years, and then you get to be a nurse. Interesting. So you you got influenced by the people around you, and you saw what it was like. So that just created sort of a career path for you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So you mentioned you specifically are a wound care nurse. Yes. So tell us how how is that different from uh, the perception of uh, how is that different from nursing in general? So whenever I started nursing, everyone told me you need to do a year of what we call floor nursing, and that's to learn the basics. So that's what I think most people think of when they think of nurses. When you're in the hospital and you have someone who comes to your bed and gives you meds and does that kind of stuff for you, they usually work three 12-hour shifts a week. Um, I never really, I did that for a year, but I never really particularly enjoyed it. In nursing school, they make you try a bunch of different kinds of nursing skills and I got to do wound care for a day and I really loved it. So um, a clinic in my area in College Station had opened up a position and I applied for it and even without any kind of background in wound care they let me join their team and so since it's a clinic I worked Monday through Friday 8 to 5-ish um, so it was like a 40-hour week instead of 312s which I really liked because I like having my weekends and nights off. Um, and what I really love about it is in a clinic, you get to see the same patients on a weekly basis pretty much, but you only see them for like an hour at a time. So I really get to build up relationships with my patients. I get to see them get better, which is really awesome. Um, in a hospital, you, you kind of have the same people for 12 hours at a time. So if you're you know, if you don't get along with your patients very well, it can be a very long shift. <laughs> um, and you never kind of, you don't know how they end up in the end when they're in the hospital. Like they usually move on to somewhere else and then someone else takes over their care. And I always regretted not knowing what the next step was with my patients. So I really like where I am because I get to follow them closely and really build a rapport with them. So that sounds good. So you build that uh, the personal relationship with the with the uh, patients. Yeah. So that that seems to be what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, what is there a typical day to day, or is every 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 day different? Um, it's usually pretty similar. Uh, I would say on average, I see maybe eight to ten patients a day, and so uh, in my particular clinic, I only have to work with one doctor, which is great. He's an awesome doctor, so that makes a world of difference. Um, so, you know, we have a patient come in, and our patients live at home, and they come to the clinic, and we change their dressings, and then they go back home. But with wound care, there's a lot of moving parts because they may have to change their dressings at home. They might have to have nurses that come to them to help them change them at home. So I also do a lot of like case management where I order supplies for them or I coordinate care with their nurse at home or their family at home or, um, you know, I, I got to make sure they're eating right. And there's all kinds of moving parts. So in a day, I might see the patients during the day, and then the last two hours of my day will be doing paperwork and making sure all my patients are taken care of outside of the hour I see them a day. So I would say that's probably a usual day. Just, you know, see patients during the day, 
paperwork and uh, case management in the afternoon. No, that that, that uh, sounds uh, sounds good uh, in terms of uh, typical day to day. But you mentioned it's not necessarily the traditional twelve hour shift. Yes. You get the eight hour shifts, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons you enjoy this role. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean, every job or every career that I've had a chance to interview has some challenges. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming your career as well mm-hmm. uh, has some challenges. Uh, so tell t- tell us if, if there are any challenges. Uh, what are they? Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, they were when I worked on in the hospital. Um, the the most frustrating thing was getting the attention for my patients that I thought they needed, which you wouldn't think is necessarily a a problem, but it is. Doctors are very busy. They have a very full schedule. They aren't necessarily paying as much attention as you are to these few people you're taking care of. So I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of timid when it comes to asking for things, but uh, I had to get over that. I had to say, you know, this is wrong. We need to fix this, or we need to do more, or you know, we need to we need to do this. So I think one of my biggest challenges is getting everyone on a patient's team to like pay attention and, and get the work done. I guess. Um, and the other thing is with all nursing, and this includes me as well, um, they don't tell you when you decide to do, you know, we all talk about the warm fuzzies about how great it is helping people, but there's also a lot of dirty work, like a lot. There's a lot of cleaning up people. People are in the hospital because they're sick, and you end up having to, like, do all of the things that you don't want to have to do to people, and you have to not be afraid to, like, clean poop or, um, you know, there's a lot, I mean, there's just a lot of dirty stuff, poop, blood, it's not, I mean, it's just, it's all there and it's every day and it's, it's a lot and you gotta just, you kind of get over it <laughs> after a while, I guess. <laughs> hey, on a personal note, uh, whenever I have been to a hospital, mm-hmm. the nurses have been amazing, right? And the doctors always make you wait, but it's the nurses that give you that comfort, make you relax. So yeah, my hats always, I always personally always have respect for nurses. What they do is not easy. I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) No, I mean it. And I'm sure anybody else listening to this would have the same sentiment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thanks for uh, being candid because that's what people want to hear, what what to expect Mm -hmm. once they get into the career. So you've given your story, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say someone listening to this, they wanted to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, there, is there a traditional path on what someone can take to become a nurse? Is, uh, is there anything? I don't think there's a traditional path anymore because there's such a high demand for them. There's a lot of different routes you can take. So nowadays there's RN, which is registered nurse, and LVN, which is licensed vocational nurse. And um, with RN, you don't have to get a degree, but you can. So I think LVNs, although they work hard and they're great, fewer and fewer hospitals are using them. So I don't know if people should still pursue that because it's just money that eventually you're probably going to want to get your RN. Um, uh, And a lot of hospitals also now require, they want their RNs to all have a degree. So if you're starting, you know, young, fresh out of high school, I recommend just going into college, getting your your degree in nursing, and you'll end up with your registered nursing license. Um, if you're a little bit older, there's a whole lot of um, online programs now, but you have to be able to find um, 
like local clinicals, which means you have to find like another nurse who works with the school to like let you follow them around the hospital and stuff. And that can be tricky if you do the online route. Um, so I think most people just go to college from that I know college from high school and they get all their licensure that way. But you can also like if you already have a degree, do like I did. I did the accelerated program, which took like two years. There's a lot of part time programs. There are also programs where if you're like a, a, a nursing assistant, you can use your time with that to kind of go into nursing as well um, to get your licensure. So I don't think there's really like a usual path, but there are a lot of path pathways available. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. One one clarification I mm -hmm. have. Did you say so the average time to get degree is it two years or is that um, no, it, the, to get a degree from scratch is usually four years. But if you already have a degree in something else, then you can usually get your nursing degree in about two years. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, thanks for clarifying that. And I think uh, like any career, there's, there's multiple paths to get there, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so once someone becomes a nurse or in your case a wound care nurse uh -huh. what do you think an ideal career path looks like from there where can one go in the future um do you have an answer to that well yes and no <laughs> um one of the greatest things about nursing is it's really flexible there's so many different kinds of nursing. So if you go into nursing and you're like, man, this, this particular, like if you do floor nursing, you're like, I really don't like this. There are a million different types of nursing you can do. So in school, they always told us that nursing is, is a profession. They're trying to make it a profession. So it's something you, you know, you dedicate your life to and you move up the ladder and, you know, you make it very, serious, I guess. And so in school, they always said, you know, you should start as a floor nurse, then you become a charge nurse, then you become a manager, and then you go into administration, because then you work the floor and you know what the floor nurse needs, so you can help them from the top down. So that's what I guess at school, they say is your ideal career path. But for me, I don't ever want to leave bedside nursing. I really love working with my patients and the higher up you go, the less interaction you have with your patients. So I decided to get a certification and it, like I had to go back to school to get my wound and ostomy certification. Um, but it makes me very, like people really, like they're, there's a lot of jobs available for what I do because there aren't a lot of people that do that have that certification. So if you do find something you like and you get a certification, then really you can just kind of max out where you are. But if you like what you're doing, it kind of works out well. Um, but I was also lucky in that uh, I don't have to work full time anymore. So I was able to find a hospital that just uses me what's called PRN as needed. So I tell them what days I'm available to work, and then they say, okay, we'll take you these days. And so right now I only work about 20 hours a week, um, and that's because I want to. If I wanted to work more, they would give me more. If I wanted to work less, I would tell them I'm going to work less. Um, so my job is very flexible. So they, there's a whole – you can do the 
three 12 hours. You can do the 40 hour work week. There's also um, part-time employees that only work 20 to 30 hours a week, depending on how much they want to work. Um, there's, uh, there are these groups that like you sign up with them and they'll send you to different hospitals whenever you say you want to work. Um, and it just, it, it's very nice. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds amazing because uh, I did not know that had there is so much flexibility available. Mm -hmm. um, that that that's great to hear because the common perception is people in the medical career uh, they work fourteen-hour uh, shifts, four days a week, mm -hmm. or twelve-hour shifts, three days a week, mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, so this is good to know mm -hmm. that once you get to a certain level, you can pick and choose because there you go, you you have a you have the flexibility. So that's that's great to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to make sure that you're, you know what your own value is, though, because, I mean, there's some hospitals out there that they like to run a little understaffed, and so they put too much work on the nurses or, or on the staff in general, and they want you to work extra hours, and you have to know, you have to be able to recognize those places and, and know that, like, this is, I need to not work here because it's not good for me, you know? Um, you got to know when to when to push and pull, you know? Absolutely. So the last question I have, mm -hmm. AJ, is what advice, if there is one piece of advice or a couple of advices, what advice will you give to someone who wants to get into this field? Um, my biggest advice would be to find a family or a friend who is a nurse. And there's a lot of us out there, so hopefully there's someone. And just have like an honest conversation with them about their job. Because, I mean, like all jobs, like we've talked about, there's the good and the bad. Um, and you have to know whether or not the good and the bad balance out, I guess. Um, and I have to say that my having talked or spoken with people who were already nurses was the biggest influence that made me want to become a nurse. Um, I will say when I spoke to the professors at the school I was going to, um, they didn't really they don't really give you the full picture. So I would definitely talk to someone who's currently working in the field. Um, even if you go to the school and talk to some of the, the clinical teachers, they're not the professors, but they help you with your clinicals. I think they can give you a more honest look at what the nursing field is like. Um, and the other thing you can do is uh, if you're in like high school, there's a lot of health science classes you can take usually, or if you're going to like community college, there's usually some kind of like healthcare field class, and a lot of times they'll have clinicals in those classes that you can kind of get your toes, you know, dip your toes in a little bit, see what's going on. Um, nursing is a lot of talking to people and educating people a lot, so you have to make sure you're willing to talk to people about anything and everything and that you're comfortable just starting a conversation with someone, no matter how happy, grumpy, sad, or sick they are, like you got, you have to be willing to just jump in there and take care of them and talk to them. So I would say being able to get exposed to like getting into a hospital or a nursing home and just meeting people and talking to them is a big part of being introduced to this field and talking to someone who's, who's done it already. Thank you. Uh, 
AJ, thanks for sharing your experiences, your story, and all the uh, pieces of advice. Uh, I, I myself have got a more uh, like a broader perspective on what is involved in a nursing career. So thanks for that. Thanks for joining us. No, thank you. I appreciate you spreading the word. <laughs> thank you. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Career Medis podcast. I have written a brief summary of the interview as part of the blog post uh, on my website. If you liked what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the Career Medis podcast on iTunes. And for more content, ideas, tips, resources, go to careermedis.com. If you enjoyed the episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment or a review. And if you really loved it, definitely go ahead and share this episode with your network. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmad, your host for the Career Medis podcast. Thank you. Thank you.